Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. You know, Kunal, someday you're going to get us into trouble. And how? One tweet of yours... has led to all kind of rumors like from rumors from you and i getting married to each other or otherwise you mean to each other <laughs> sadly or rumors of mercedes hiring us for i don't know what kind of formula 1 commentary or whatever whatever i'm on the nico rosberg team just fyi yeah but i i just want the money who service <laughs> team it is i just want to get paid for it so there's this uh, tweet that my f- dear friend kunal cha came up with which possibly got us into a lot of trouble and a lot of clarification and on the inside line f1 podcast me rishik poor myself i don't know why he did that and i really would like to know what did you come up with i just wrote to people that you and i over the weekend mm-hmm. individually signed multiple contract deals that's all i wrote what was wrong in that rishi <laughs> Uh, the only fact that I didn't get my check. <laughs> <laughs> so for the record, guys, it was a joke. Mm-hmm. It was uh, me just trying to pull a fast one on Rishi, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, let alone contracts. We don't make money on the program. We don't have advertisers <laughs> yet. Hopefully, someday somebody will pin us down for all the good humor that we believe we try and send out to y'all. Okay, yeah, we're not the only ones getting silly. Formula One is getting silly. Okay, and and this is really really uh, important because during Monza and around Monza is where the new contracts are drawn, drivers are poached, uh, new sponsors come on board, and uh, a lot of uh, musical chairs being played right now. Probable musical chairs, probable change of chairs for a lot of drivers. Yes, and the biggest news, which we of course missed out because we took a three week gap, and I was I was holidaying. I know that. Uh, biggest news, of course, is of Max uh, Verstappen. and uh, i fondly remember his father being called as yos the boss yos the boss mike schumacher's very good yeah. friend and he's making an entry at 17 what do you think rishi at 17 i i don't know how you can drive a formula 1 car when you don't have wisdom teeth <laughs> <laughs> i mean really i mean it's it's a bit too early he's not in the legal age of driving in so many countries and he'll have a formula 1 super license that's just the biggest paradox of life yeah but isn't that just awesome i mean at 17 uh, red bull of course clearly world champions believe that he's ready to jump into a formula 1 car it's a good thing that they are using the toro rosso as the team that will give them champions of future look they found kvyat and he's fantastic and they found ricciardo and we all know he's broadly fantastic and vettel who's well four time champion so yes. they're getting their money worth absolutely but you know i'm going to go back on max verstappen mm-hmm. and you know it's very crucial for him as well as all of us to remember mm-hmm. that jaime algorsari sebastian buemi all his predecessors mm-hmm. got two seasons to prove themselves and the the minute toro rosso dropped them nobody picked them. so it's really going to be a tough time for him to prove himself at 17 he's going to have to dig deep hopefully he'll have the mental and the physical strength to do that but crucially I really hope he has the wisdom that you mentioned to be driving a Formula One car because let's remember that he's going to be up against drivers like Raikkonen and Alonso and the likes, who have really 
spent a lot of time in junior formula honing their wheel to wheel skills to become racers and then eventually claim the formula on cockpit so it shouldn't be that we suddenly have new drivers coming only meeting up with accidents now and then maldonado in case well in my understanding maldonado is here to stay with all the money that he gets and he's going to stay at lotus for another year is what i've thought and next year lotus might have a mercedes engine so well you don't know where it's going what i do know is along with maldonado there's a lot of drivers that could be retaining seats but there'll be a lot many more drivers looking at new seats some may not have a seat for example jensen button absolutely this could well be one of the biggest shakeups at the formula 1 grid has seen in the last decade or so mm-hmm. we'll probably see a, a world champion or a potential world champion or two drivers not get seats jensen button being one of them alonso to mclaren rumors getting strong even though uh, you know marco matiasi or whatever his name is mm-hmm. has said that he will confirm raikkonen and alonso for next year then there is talk of vettel going to mclaren so there are so many people and mclaren suddenly seems to be the hub of you know drivers wanting to move in and move out and apart from that we will have of course uh, midfield and the small teams uh, you know choosing the drivers as well uh, let's not forget along with the hulkenbergs of the world along with the suttles of the world along with other drivers of the world there is still nico rosberg and lewis hamilton and mercedes is somewhere said oh if the bad boys be- remain bad boys you might just let one of them go i don't think that's going to happen it's just a way of scaring their drivers in public absolutely it'll be very strange to see them act- let go of either of the drivers but at the end of the day they are the team and they can make a call specifically if they have two drivers acting like spoiled brats which we are currently seeing happening yes the drivers not listening to teams even in monza the same thing happened where luis hamilton just said no i think i'm a better judge of the situation i'm going to do that uh, somewhere i believe rosberg is a little more uh, gullible like that and he listens to the team a lot but i'm just going to go back to spa and ask you a question that everybody is asking Uh, and then come back to Monza and ask you is Rosberg being bad boy now well you don't know if he was bad boy up then but let me put it for spa what surprised me the most was he of course Rosberg's move it was a flimsy move uh you are allowed to make one mistake a season and he's probably made that in spa he's got a lot of flack for it but what surprised me is the way Mercedes Benz just deserted the Rosberg camp Lauda and Wolf just absolutely stood by hamilton and said it was a completely wrong maneuver to make in my opinion it was a racing incident and it should have been just shut after a while because yeah. let's face it uh, it's getting so much flag because the racers are racing for the first and the second position wouldn't have been the same case at uh, had it been for the 10th or the 12th position for example what happened between the force india drivers in hungary the second point that really pissed me off if i was rosberg and i would see the replays of Toto Wolff smiling after I make a mistake at the first turn at Monza I just turned around and say I don't know why that looked funny to you it wasn't to me Yeah I mean that smile probably gave away a lot more about what happened between the two teammates and the two owners of Mercedes or the two gentlemen who run Mercedes between Hungary Spa and Monza It's just stupid you know when you say that because these guys are out in the open making statements that clearly say they want lose to win then why have Rosberg in the team glad you brought that up rishi because at the end of the day lauda and wolf did all the hard work of getting lewis from mclaren to mercedes now for a lot of reasons which include reliability issues on the lewis hamilton side of the garage rosberg has suddenly risen up to the ranks and he's leading the world championship by some 20 odd points something that nobody expected nobody expected i mean we all thought that hamilton is going to just blitz his way through onto the circuit and you know win the championship but hey look what's happened suddenly it seems that 
the Mercedes camp is taking sides with Lewis Hamilton. And if you were John Alesi, would you walk up on the Monza stage and ask the two of them, are they really friends? I mean, is, is that even a question to ask? Absolutely. I love John Alesi during his Formula One days. And as Inside Line F1 podcast, I'd probably ask Lewis and Nico the same question. <laughs> Apart from the mistakes he made at Turn 1, which people call deliberate and I don't think any driver would do that because, well, it's too much of a risk to take. I think Rosberg is doing really well. He listens to the team more often. But do you think if he'd not made those two mistakes where he lost about four seconds in total, uh, would he have won the race? Because that was ultimately the difference between the two drivers at the end of the race. There is a possibility that he would have kept Lewis behind him. I mean, it's always possible. We saw this in Canada as well. Mm-hmm. Having said that, there are, of course, a lot of questions. Did Rosberg throw the race away? Uh, and, you know, was there some sort of a, an arrangement between the team and the drivers for them to let Lewis Hamilton win? Well, we'll never know. That's the reality. Is this possible? Yes, of course it is because Formula 1 ultimately is a contract-driven sport. Uh, Rosberg and Hamilton are the two drivers who are so-called employees of the team. And any of this is possible. But it's it's very foolish to think that Rosberg outbraked himself deliberately because for all we know, he could have been in the barriers and he would have lost uh, 20 or 18-odd points that he anyways gained. All said and done, one thing that I really liked about the podium was A, Rosberg giving it back to the crowd when the crowd booed him. That they, he spoke to them in his in their language and told them what a great job they were doing in the stands. And B, Massa being up there. Oh God, I loved him up there. Clean race, neat race, slightly lonely race, but what a race for him. Absolutely. Isn't it always fun to see Felipe Massa be up on the podium? And guess what? He's also re- driving next year for Williams in 2015, which is great. Rishi, my question to you. Do you think Rosberg spoke in Italian purposely knowing that Lewis doesn't know Italian and was this some kind of another mind game that he was playing? And since everyone is cooking up these things, I said, why not I cook it up and ask you the question? Uh, uh, I think Nicole Scherzeiger needs to give Lewis uh, some pasta for dinner someday. Or he can always share a pizza with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, one guy who got the toppings was Ricciardo. Ricciardo, what lovely tyre strategy. Brilliantly driven. Guy is getting mature race after race after race. He impresses me. Uh, Button versus Perez. One of the best duels I've seen in a long, long time. Very neat. Very experienced. The way the two drivers respected each other. Fantabulously done. Idiot of the race. Kevin Magnussen. Once again, just, you know, just pushes his luck a bit too much. It just looks like he's driving a GP2 race while everybody's driving in Formula 1. I will say idiot of the race twice is over because he did something in Spa and now in Monza. But guess what? The funny thing here is Ron Dennis and McLaren have actually come out in support of him. It's one thing to be aggressive on the track, but it's another thing to be this aggressive where you get penalty points from two consecutive races. Ron Dennis would like to just look at his millions of dollars that go into making a McLaren that can't even beat a Sahara Force India F1, which probably doesn't have... That bigger budget as the British team because, well, they're really, really close. They're really, really close. And Sahara Force India is showing McLaren the door. And it's just going to be very insulting at the end of the year if the result stays the way it is right now. Yeah, absolutely. Battle on for Singapore. I know who I'm supporting, Rishi. Well, Singapore is up next. It's a very interesting looking track. It's a night race. It's a lot to talk about. And all of that shall be done coming next week here on the Inside Line F1 podcast with Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor. Wow, it's good to be back.
If you look around, you'll see the world can be pretty smart. Okay, very smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. That's why we're reshaping online learning with our FlexPath format. You can set your own deadlines, take classes at your own pace, even leverage your previous experience to move faster. So when it comes to earning your bachelor's degree, you know what kind of choice to make. A smart one. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter.